Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Love HQ podcast. This is a place for women who want to explore love, sex, dating, and relationships through an unconventional approach of ditching the normal dating advice, prizing yourself as an individual, and listening to expert interviews from all different walks of life, focusing on how you can get more in touch with yourself as a person, develop better relationships, and live life on your terms. Hello and welcome back ladies uh, and any gentlemen sneakily listening in to another Love HQ podcast. I have this thing, I always start with like a note of suspicion because I sometimes have this a belief that uh, for there's all these lovely women listeners and then there's like a guy thinking, what are the girls learning about? Which I actually, I applaud you for being here, so thank you for joining as well. Uh, today my guest is the wonderful Elliot Uh Elliot is an incredible guy. He is also founder and creator of Power to Succeed, which is a book, a training program. Yeah, and a seminar. And a seminar. And a concept. And And a a philosophy. (laughs) I like like concepts and philosophies even more. Uh, And, you know, I've actually done, done some events and some training with Elliot. He's extremely charismatic, a really interesting human. And what I like about his approach is he, he gets, he likes getting into the root or depth to stuff you know rather than just addressing these kind of top line skills and you know whenever I work with people I always try and you know people you know you always want to know don't you do you always want to know like oh how do I get the guy to ask for my number or how do I get him to want to have a second date with me or he's my perfect man how do I make sure he wants to now marry me there's a there's something in there there's a there's a one or you think that somehow that can be placed into like a sentence or a technique and, you know, techniques are helpful, mm. but really we have to kind of, usually they're only helpful in that they help to shift things around on a deeper level. And that deep level stuff is kind of what you get into, right, in Power to Succeed. Yeah, absolutely. And also, um, it, it's not a classroom style type environment. It's all experiential. So, yes, we do look at sort of the cognitive side, the thought side around, you know, confidence and your identity to own it. But it's all done experiential because that's what worked for me when mm. I had to shift some pretty serious stuff. You know, it wasn't working when I was sitting in the classroom or going to a seminar and sitting there for hours. Oh man, yeah, I can't handle it. I'm too much like a wild animal, you know, I start getting frustrated and bored and I'll go into snooze mode. I'm really also genuinely pretty interested 
you know, in psychosomatic stuff or the body or how you can use, you know, one thing to influence the other. Mm. So if you're at a kind of a roadblock at the moment, or maybe not even a roadblock, maybe you just feel general. I think the sensation is like, I call it just generally off your path a bit. Yeah. Uh, particularly if you're listening in London, wherever this podcast is coming from, I think that's a really normal feeling. A kind of a, it's not even bad. It's just like a, a slight malaise or just a slight sense that maybe you're not, you haven't got everything where you want it to be or there's something more for you or your direction isn't 100% clear and really it's not that you know it's not that you provide or do a service provides ultimate this is the end product super clarity success everything sorted forever right but you do facilitation right which gets people more onto their right path yeah and it's it's you know it's very much going back to that therapist alliance where it's a collaborative approach right versus I'm the expert and I'm going to tell you it's like let me give you the tools for you to find the way that way you're more empowered you can tap into it versus creating a needy or guru or oh we love you no it's about you know i mean they do love me but not in the kind of <laughs> elevatory sense but yeah it's facilitation it's how do i facilitate you to find your way but that goes beyond just asking questions because right. i can get be annoying to go and what does that mean to you and why do you think that is <laughs> and where do you feel it in your body which has its space but that, to me, doesn't create massive breakthrough or life-changing experiences, which, by the way, don't always happen over a weekend. I'm very clear about that. But that's why facilitation, especially working with women, women seem to be a lot more open to that. Um, they love exploring a lot more than men. And even that man that's listening right now, or that few men that snuck in, it's just the, from my experience of working with women. Right, because you work with lots of women, right? Yes, you said I they're do. predominantly women. So yeah. what, what kind of things are the women... You know, just so the women who are listening can kind of identify with this. You know, what kind of things do you find so, people are saying to you? Most of the women's, I, I start women's, <laughs> women's, women's. Uh, most of the women I start working with um, or come to us, they are career path women, very educated, uh, very intellectual, and they know there's something beyond what they're doing. A lot of them aren't sure what that is, but they know there's a higher calling and right. they want to pursue that. Um, so... I've worked with women from anything from 25, average. I've worked with younger, but 25 up until 60 plus. And for a lot of women that I work with, it is A, all about being a better version of themselves. Mm -hmm. There's always an element of relationship, either improving one or attracting one. But there's also, I work with a lot of women that want to make impact in the world. Right. And I think for a woman, what I'm learning, and I learn all the time from working with these amazing women, is there's a mismatch between... Their, their thoughts or their belief that they can be or leave an impact in this world. Mm-hmm. Whether that's to be a great mum and marry, you know, grow an amazing tribe or whether that's to actually go like, um, what's her name? I can see her, I can... I can Describe, describe, this is going to be shop fun. Shop owner, shop owner. Shop owner? Yeah, well, <laughs> change shop owner. Green, oh, come on. Ah, all healthy soap, good soap. Healthy soap, good soap. Anyway, don't come to me. The <laughs> The body, the body shop. shop. The body shop. I want one of those soaps. That's it. You've hypnotised me. Elliot's now hypnotised me into wanting soap. There <laughs> yes, we go. exactly. It's all about, sorry, like the body shop and actually getting out there and having a social responsibility. Yeah. And a lot of women really struggle with that. And I think lots of women are really attuned and into social responsibility, though, as a general yeah, thing, because, you know? Yeah, because, you know, if, if we dial back years, centuries, it was always the women that looked after the villages, the tribes, you know, and that hasn't changed even today. And so when I start to work with these incredible women is they have this this notion, this understanding that there's something greater than them out there. 
and they need to be great themselves. Mm -hmm. But then that creates the conflict. Who am I? I'm not good enough. I can't run a business. Who am I to set up this charity? Who am I to write books about health? Who am, you know, and all this stuff. And that's what we really help sift away and help women step into owning that space. So it's not about me going, Hayley, you're a dating, you know, I'm going to turn you, and tonight, Hayley, <laughs> you know, you're going to be a dating relationship coach. Ta-da. It's about exploring that and you uh-huh. owning that. So some do come to me and go, hey, I want to run a business. And by the time they finish, go, actually, I don't want to run a business. <laughs> I'm happy with, you know, being, progressing with my career, but on the side, I want to run a charity. And that's perfectly okay. Um, on, on the other side, I've had people, for some reason, I track people in the NHS a lot. Um, That's really interesting. Yeah, like I have a, I've worked with doctors, dentists, uh, pharmaceutical people, all from the NHS. And um, one came and she's like, look, I just want to work on myself. And now she's launching an incredible, um, something called Grace's Child Haven, which is to give young children going through cancer the support. Mm. Because she works in that unit and she realized the one thing that she sees every single cancer patient who's young go through is isolation uh-huh. and so that's where and she, but she never had the, the the confidence to say that and own it and now she's building a business around it. she's got a couple of years to go before it's up and yeah running. yeah but that's what i mean and that's where we that's why facilitation is so powerful because it's not me telling anybody anything it's about discovery right and i think what we what we like is that process of getting you onto the path of discovery because i think sometimes there's so much fear around exploring an idea or because you you it's like an intuitive sense, right? You just get it. something in you, like it's like a nod in your stomach or just a nagging thought that says, eh, there's something probably more I should be doing or exploring or I should push my life more in this direction. But you know what? It's so easy to procrastinate on that. That is the easiest thing because it's, it's so kind of low. It's always there, but it's low level. And so what I find, what I'm really interested in at the moment is the concept of distraction. You know, mm. how people, the, the modern world, particularly like a city like London, Oh my God, it's really easy to distract yourself from listening to your internal guidance and wisdom and voice. Distraction could be, you know, I hear people that have, you know, maybe a feeling of unhappiness or there's a discontent or something missing or something more that they believe they could do or something calling them, but it's buried under a wave of social commitments where they're out every night, they're meeting lots of friends, maybe some sustaining some relationships which actually aren't all that rewarding, you know, either romantic or just friendship platonic ones. Uh, you know, mobile phone is always there. Great British Bake Off is on TV. Yeah. Instagram is available to scroll. <laughs> Emails and texts and WhatsApp and Facebook messages are coming and Twitter, left, right, and center. Twitter. And now Periscope. Right, Periscope as well. And so because of that, you know, what happens is basically you can really, you can lose years in just distraction and wandering. And, and, and also, uh, it's the mismatch. It's like, well, I've done all this stuff now. You know, I've studied these things, I've pursued this path, I'm fairly successful, whether it be a doctor or a nurse. You know, I can't suddenly change and turn my life. I can't give this all up. Right. Which is another key thing. Right, because they become attached to that particular, right, quite rigid, rigid identity. Or security, uh-huh. which we all crave, you know, one of our human needs yes. is security. But it's, again, it's, it's being on that discovery and like, okay, well, look, it doesn't have to happen overnight. Um, it doesn't have to happen right away. But let's, let's explore that notion. Let's test it. Let's see where it gets you. Uh, and then where do you end up? We don't know because you don't need to have the answers. You don't need to know everything. And that's the other thing. Uh, and even women. I know men, I know it all. But women feel like they always have to have, not all of them, a lot of women I work with have to know the how. 
Yeah. I think that's a, that's a good people need as well, isn't it? And, you know, I think without feeling like you just go, well, I don't have a clear enough roadmap yet, so I can't start <laughs> because I don't right. have the plan. So. And when the time is right and when the market's better and when the sun is shining and <laughs> all these things, it's like, no, 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 no. You know, actually, I put it today on my Facebook. I right. just put, to begin, begin. Right. It's like you just sometimes need to get going. We've discussed, you know, failing yourself to success. And, and, and as a woman, I know, because also women, I feel, have a different sense of responsibility right than men not that there's better or worse and i think women are bigger picture thinkers right um you know i have a beautiful wife and and we're happily married and we've been together for a long time and you know emily's all about the family and the family environment and you know and she's that's her highest value and everything's driven by that and then me, I'm very focused on building the business and getting the business and creating the lifestyle to support the family. And again, the reason I'm bringing that up is because when we got together, we were very open about that. Mm-hmm. And we communicated that. And, like, Here's what, and she met me, I was broke, I had no money, uh, I'd lost a property, £150,000 in debt. So I was Whoa. out. Yeah, I was down and out. Um, but... To begin rebuilding, I had to begin. To begin my path, mm-hmm. I had to start. Uh, and it's the same with women. It's like you can get so in touch with the big picture that you forget to take the first step or you're afraid to take the first step. Right, because you see the big picture and it's big, you know, and it's like a long, long... And, it, and sometimes it's like all those little incremental steps, baby steps that you do, um, you know, every single day. You know, I, I think I'm talking about this more and more. I've had like basic life decimation <laughs> This happened relatively recently. You know, it's been really hard. And to get, regain a sense of just general okay levelness is extremely difficult. And you know what? After I've gone through this period of, you know, loss and trial in my life, I'm starting to value, I'm going to tell you some of these baby steps things that I'm literally, I'm thankful for. Or like, I'm just like, oh, this is a step in the right direction. Uh, on Sunday, I went to the organic supermarket and I brought myself a purple cauliflower and um, this is the first time in, a, in like months I hadn't wanted to eat pizza or chicken nuggets or like, oh, ba- you know, I was actually food. bad food. I was actually willing to nurture myself and like roast some fennel and like cook a cauliflower and eat some fish. You know, I actually started to want healthy, you know, my body was like returning to its normal sense of taste and what I would have had in the past. Yeah. Um, you know, waking up in the morning being like, oh, the sun is in the sky, you know, and I, and I feel okay about that you know noticing periods of time where my mood is like lifted uh enjoying speaking and being more open about things and being able to have extended conversations uh talking about certain subjects and i'm crying less you know not 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 at all but just hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Less. Um, and sometimes you just go, oh my God, oh my God, I am so far from where I want to be. But I think to not get freaked out about that, and I'm proud, I'm happy, I've got a really good relationship at the moment with my mum. And she's been, and I, I check in with her every day. We have a daily phone call about my recovery process. And every day we just kind of honor and mark the baby step of the day. Right. And, right? and sometimes it's, it's a, sometimes it's so micro, but I just go, you get, as long as it's kind of in the right general direction, you can take steps back and forwards, but right general direction, all that progress adds up one day and you end up in a different space. And that's just how things roll. So if you're thinking, oh my gosh, gosh, I've got such a sense of the enormity in a way of what I want to do and what I want to achieve. And actually at the moment, like, A, I don't really know how to start. I'm <coughs> lacking self-belief in terms of feeling confident enough to even begin to take that first step. And also it feels far away. I know all of that can feel really intimidating to even to even get going with. And I think that the the knack, one of those knacks of life is being able to begin, right? Even if you're like, really really shaky yeah and and it's not a big leap yeah absolutely i'm just gonna have a quick cough excuse me (coughs) right yeah no absolutely and and the thing is we're so obsessed with the big leaps and the big steps and the big success that Mm. we forget that it's built on the little steps right and it's built on the little actions uh you know and and because of the society we were in, and like you mentioned, all the Instagram and Facebooks. Oh my God, it's like, <coughs> I had a great, I probably said this in the podcast before, but I had an honestly great um, example of that. Like comparing your life to social media, whether that's Instagram or Facebook. Right, which is where that, I was alluding right, to. Right, yeah, yeah, totally. It's like comparing uh, the backstage green room mess to like the red carpet. It's right. just two incomparably different projections and experiences. So you'll always end up feeling rubbish or unfulfilled or unsuccessful, you're not doing what you should be if you're matching right. those and, things and, up. And, you know, there's a great something I, I learned, which is fun, is um, compared to despair. Like, because if you're in comparison, you're comparing anything, then it's either not good enough or it leads to arrogance. <coughs> right. So when you're comparing your life on social media, oh my God, she's got all this and it's so brilliant or he's so successful, how come I'm only little me? And that's something we discussed, the concept of little eye, big eye, um, then it's only going to lead to desperation, anxiety, that mm-hmm. you're not good enough, you're not moving fast enough. And actually, there's a notion that where you are is perfect, and it's where you need to be right now. Right. Yeah, and I'm kind of down with that. And you know what? Another little kind of funny manifestation of that that I've just just triggered something in my brain. When I was working with one of my, my lady clients earlier this week, and uh, you know, the guy that she's seeing, he didn't reply to her text. 
Um, it had been three hours. And usually he replies, 20 minutes to an hour is the usual one. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. This is like, if you've had some bad experiences before in the past with guys, or you're maybe not lacking a bit of grounding or security, this can suddenly unleash in the modern era basically a frantic set of behaviours. You know, I know that. I've been there. You know, and it's like social media. Has he been on? Has he uploaded a picture to something, something yet? Has he read his WhatsApp message? Has that delivered? When was he last on Skype? You know, and then suddenly you're entering into this entire, like it's a parallel non-reality of just projection and fear. Paranoia, yeah. And it's Uh, so easy to be paranoid now, isn't it? it, I think it's extremely easy to be paranoid. I think that's that's the crutch of like the problem of the modern times. So what you end up having is basically, I think lots of the times people are going to be kind of frozen in a sort of stasis because... They're too distracted to really focus on, uh, on, you know, on what they want. You know, they're never really taking time to tune into that. They're too afraid to start anyway. Uh, and then, you know, even when they start, they're surrounded by all these activities which can bring about feelings of inadequacy or fear. And so to kind of, whether your goal is to attract a great relationship or, you know, just have more fun, or maybe you're thinking you want to do something with a new business, whatever that goal might be, it can be extremely hard to even begin to engage with it. Um, I know you do lots of really ex- experiential, uh, mm. you know, training and exper- uh, ways of <coughs> creating impact with people. Is there something for the women that are listening that's maybe like a simple thing or a daily practice that would help to bring them more to that state of being ready to start? Uh, yes, and, I, I, you know, I don't own this in any way, shape or form. I think for women, a lot of things is around acceptance. Yeah. You know, accepting where you are, uh, accepting your past actually I'm doing a, a talk about this tonight okay good about warm up. facing your dragons oh man yeah I'm doing a lot of dragon facing right here's another thing right here's a like here's another funny thing I've learned recently if you've gone through some bad stuff in recent times honestly my recent times bad stuff directly mirrors a whole bunch of other bad stuff that happens in the past I've never really fixed it and I've never mm. really sorted it out so there has to be a point where you turn and face exactly you could like I think the modern the modern times perfect for fleeing you can hop oh, on a plane you can lose yourself in a Netflix series you can go out oh. with a bunch of friends actually face the dragon turn Avoidance. around yeah and you know and then you'll actually create some change when you yeah. process all that stuff I think but it, it, it's to to accept accept your past for what it is yeah. Uh, accept where you are now for where you are now and then take the steps to move forwards. Now, it doesn't have to be goals or things. It's just like you said, start moving in that direction. Right. I think actually goals can sometimes be quite bad if they're and the they wrong ones. They can be ones. masculine as well. Yeah, 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 totally. They can be like, I'm going to achieve this by this date. And it's right. just like, you know, it's, it's so easy to demotivate or you'll lose focus. Instead, I think for me personally, anyway, to just simple daily practices that I know are healthy and good and positive. Yeah. And just do that. Something I do, which I know, um, which we teach is starting the day with question, but not ask, not expecting an answer. So it's things like, what will it take for today to be an energized day? What will today, what will it take today for me to, you know, feel peaceful, you know, and you just use questions and then you use detachment. So I I use a lot of, do you know, access consciousness? Mm Mm-mm. Um, it's not mine. You go into access consciousness mm-hmm. and there's this whole saying around it that creates detachment. So it allows you to stay in flow. So a lot of times I'm like, okay, so being a male, like, what will it take today to attract more clients? What will it take today to be energized? Uh, what will it take for today to be fun? You know, those are kind of the questions. I, but you're not expecting an intellectual answer. Mm. You're just allowing the day to unfold. And then you review the day at the end. And I think a lot of women take to that because 
It's not about getting a direct intellectual, oh, well, this is what I need to do, which is what men like. <laughs> you know, it's very much allowing yourself to be in question. I know that's quite yogic, that's quite med- yeah. you know, a lot of meditation practice, but I don't meditate on it. I just ask, okay, what will it take for today to be highly productive? What will it take for me to be on time? What will, you know, all these little, especially women, what will it take, you know, for, for me to be ready for the day? And just allowing our inner wisdom or our inner guide to let that unfold. And I think for women, that's a great one. Start the day with a question and right. acceptance and your day. Look, it's not going to be brilliant um, straight away, but you'll be a lot more composed and balanced. Right. And that's what I, I, when I work with a lot of women is we move them into question. So if it's a question of, I want to do this thing or, you know, what is it I want to do? How do I want to serve the world? If you don't know what it is, but you know what your greater calling is. Being in question about it allows your brain to actually sift through all this stuff and show you the way versus it landing as a Facebook message going, you want to change the world, don't you? <laughs> Which doesn't right. happen. Yeah. Right. So acceptance and questions, I think, are some great daily practices. Yeah, and I think also just sometimes triggering something off. And then I think if something comes up, uh, maybe that could be a thought. For me, it's like sometimes feelings or emotions or... a. a Quite often, I think we're really encouraged to sort of like, oh, you've got a negative emotion. Time to distract yourself. No, no, no. this is a this is a huge like. Honestly, it's like a life hack. Honestly, you think that by like, oh my god, I'm feeling something. Oh no, panic! I better ring someone or go out or do something or what's up? No, that can come later. Actually, you clear out those emotions and they pass. Honestly, like clouds in the sky if you sit with it. And you tough it out. And this is on this by just my personal experience of it. I sit, I'll sit there and I'll be like, everything off, silence, eyes closed, sit there going, I'm feeling this. And I'm just like, I'm feeling this right now. I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling whatever. Um, and I sit there and I think about it, think about it. Um, and I'm just kind of observing it, observing it. And, you know, usually I feel really uncomfortable or the discomfort increases for maybe 30 seconds, two minutes. After that, slides away. Yeah. And then it passes. And then you're like, oh, aha. Uh-huh. How lovely. And then you can kind of get on with the rest of your day. And then I find that I've only started doing this in relatively recently. And I find it so much better than this perpetual distraction and the clarity that it brings to my day. That's what I do. That's one one of the things that I do first thing in the morning. Absolutely. And the thing is, is to remember this. And this is universal. You can't have positive without the negative. Totally. And, you know, positive needs attention. Negative needs attention. The laws of polarity is they bust. They must coexist, and they do coexist at all times. So if you're feeling negative, sit with it, because while there's something negative, there's something positive. Something positive, there's always a negative. So, you know, there's always both sides. And I think you're absolutely spot on when something comes, whether it's emotion or a negative thought. First of all, we do this whole thing about thoughts. Not all thoughts are real. So just because you have a negative thought doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing, right? Right. So if you suddenly thought, oh my God, I'm going to smash that lamp. Are you going to smash that lamp? No, you just thought about it. You have involuntary mm. thoughts. But people get stuck on the spiral of thoughts. Mm-hmm. So accept, not all thoughts are real. Not all thoughts, whether they're good or bad. The other thing, if you have a negative emotion or negative experience, embrace it, sit with it, accept it. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, that's another thing, because you have to deal with you. That's emotional intelligence telling you something needs to be addressed. Yeah. Completely. And I think sometimes if you're, if I think with everything, whether it's your intuition trying to shunt you in a different life direction, whether it's in a relationship or with your business or, you know, there are things in there always residing within you that are gently nudging you and prodding you in the right direction or making you aware of how you're feeling or flagging stuff. Like, 
I found in the past, you know, like if you've got like anxiety or something, you, there's usually a pretty okay reason for that that is totally acceptable and totally normal. And actually, if you spend some time getting recognition around it, the route out is clearer. So if you're a little bit kind of, I would say like off your path is one of like my favorite phrases. It doesn't, that's not a negative state of being. It's just, you might sense that for whatever reason, certain areas of your life aren't in the alignment that you want. And for me, that's always been a, like it's just a low lying intuitive sense. Mm then there are these little daily practices that come from all different schools of thought. Uh, and, you know, pick which ones resonate with you, pitch which right. ones work for you. You don't have to do anything <coughs> to suggest on this podcast, but it's almost just a lot of this is about creating that right space because you have all the answers anyway. So it's just facilitating some of them coming out and you feeling that confidence to take that leap or baby, baby, micro baby step into the future absolutely uh, um so if uh, if any of the women are, are listening they identified with that woman that you described at the beginning and they feel like mm, maybe they're not quite they want to access something and they're not quite sure how or where to begin how can they find out more about you um just need to go to um power to succeed today.com that's power to t-o succeed today.com and there's my seminar and my book power to succeed where it's also got lots of activities and lots of sort of dealing with stuff. It's how I deal with my stuff on there. And that would be the best way. And feel free to drop me a line on the contact form. Amazing. Well, I've actually loved having Elliot around this evening. He's got good vibes. Yay. <laughs> and a really nice a really nice shirt. So I'm going to grab a picture with him in a second. <laughs> uh, Elliot looks really cool. He's wearing turquoise, by the way. And I look like, if any of you watch uh, Game of Thrones, I look like a wildling. That's my dress code <laughs> for today. Slight animal and warrior. beast. Warrior beast. Getting there, getting there, getting there. Um, so I will be back again next week with another Love HQ podcast. Please subscribe, share, comment. You know, I really, I love your support. I love speaking out to you guys. Uh, And of course, I'll be back again next week with another interesting guest to take a slightly different perspective on love, dating and romance. See you later, guys. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. Uh, If you want to find out more about me, please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where I have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club. You can also catch up with me on YouTube at HayleyQuinnXX, on Instagram as HayleyQuinnX and on Twitter as PlainOldHayleyQuinn. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show. Please engage with me. Please reach out and thank you again for your support. 